Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Greetings to you, ratchet motherfuckers. It's the new year, happy 2023. We're coming in hot, smoking with mess, chaos, negativity, and all types of chicanery. Y'all know what it is. I am one third of your host. I am Jeremy um, Black Dante on all social media, except for Facebook. I don't really know her like that. And my AKA bringing into the new year will be do not get your braces done behind a Mark McDonald's parking lot. Thank you so much. And I will pass it to my friend and my co-host. <laughs> do not get your braces done by somebody who uses a ring like to do them. Okay? <laughs> do not get your braces done by somebody who uses a massage table to put them on. Um, what's up, everybody? Candace, not so movie web PC on all social media. Um, I do I got an AKA today? I do got an AKA today. My AKA is 40 plus year old men are not staying in office buildings at 4 a.m. to smoke cigars, listen to music, and drink wine. There is some salacious bullshit going on. Somebody is fucking. Somebody is fucking. And we are joined by our third and our most favorite ratcheteer. Hey, Adrian. Hey, y'all. Happy New Year's, everybody. I don't have any AKAs either. I'm just ready to get to the mess. <laughs> I love how um, me and Candace come in on bullshit and they're just like, well, let's just get down to business. You can <laughs> tell which New one Year. of us is a lawyer. Yeah, you could tell which one of us. You could tell who is the less, uh, the less, who is the less awful person of all three of us. The, the class jumped out. Okay. Um, happy New Year, everybody. We're back. We were on a break. Um, we needed some time off. Honestly, we did. We needed some time off. We we wanted to enjoy the holidays. Ratchet Ramblings, for the most part, has come to y'all weekly, nonstop, since 2017. We are approaching year six of coming to y'all. So we took a little break. We allowed to do that. We here. Um, but we're going to go ahead and get into the mess. We're bringing you three shows, Love and Hip Hop Family Reunion, Real Housewives of Potomac and Love and Marriage Huntsville, which had a season finale and part one of the reunion has aired. And I want to talk about it. I got some I got several thoughts about this reunion and and these people in general. Um, But let's get into Love and Hip Hop Family Reunion. Mona Scott is coming for her crown back. Mona Scott wants her crown back. Because I think she sat down and had a come to Jesus moment and realized that these other networks is cooking with fucking grease. We TV, um, Lifetime, um, even even Zeus. Okay, she she needs she won her crown back, and I think she's doing a damn good job uh, with love and hip hop and condensing some of the franchises into one. 
mm-hmm. and rolling with those punches that way. Yeah, because that was a problem with loving hip hop for the longest time. It was like, what you had, what damn near like six different ones, or Atlanta, had, Miami, New York, hell, LA, yeah, Hollywood. Hollywood. You had you had multiple ones, but they weren't really giving the mess and the chaos, and so. I, I'm I'm good with the love and hip hop family reunion setup. You get to see some of your favorite messiest people from love and hip hop franchises in one setting, cooking up mess, and that's exactly what we have here. And um, I want to talk about how they set up here and allowed Carly to gaslight Tokyo, and then cried when she beat her ass. Justice for Tokyo. yeah justice for tokyo because if i was if you were just speaking to me when the cameras wasn't rolling you was at my birthday party i I was at some events you had we were good we've been texting we've been cool you wait till the cameras start rolling you magically got a problem with me when i try to speak to you, you talking about we need to talk we'll talk no, we can talk right fucking now. What's your problem? Don't wait to have a problem when the camera's rolling. And then, again, like I said, I won't say that this was fabricated. I will say that Carly tried to have a storyline. I don't think this was made up. I just think she she tried to find the most minuscule thing she could to give herself a storyline. And a, oh, and a, a victim storyline at that. She Agreed. said that some of the vets... Some of the OGs needed to be replaced. She didn't lie. And but when did she also, say that? Because I couldn't quite get, like, when did she say that? They said she said it a long time ago. If she so, said it a long time ago, why are you addressing now? You've had, and this is where Tokyo says, if you, you've been had an opportunity to address any problem you had with me before we got here. And that's when I said, oh, Carly is one to have a, a, a victimhood storyline. I believe Tokyo said that what her second season on Atlanta or it might have been like like in real time like as Atlanta like on a, a live or something like that but she said it like her it second was a really season. long time ago and she didn't yeah. lie because the OGs have not really had good storylines in a very long time and that includes Carly Red. like we literally had to deal with Carly Red pretending to date Lamar Odom to have a storyline or, or, or even worse remember that one season with Poopoo Gate and the threesome with Carly. Oh, with yeah. Mm-hmm. We had to sit through Carly marrying a nigga named Mo who ended up going to jail for PPP loans. Well, um, she got a storyline in her wigs match, so she got what her yeah, hand called for. She got what her hand called for, and I thought it was just really audacious to send home Tokyo when this is a franchise, again, much like Black Ink, that has been built on fighting. Justice for Tokyo. Justice for Tokyo. Yeah, one of the best fights happened at the reunion with Jocelyn and Stevie fighting every damn body. One of the best fights happened when uh, Chrissy dragged Kimbella for fucking filth. Literally. So it's it's like, come on, like, get your foot off the gas a little bit, Mona Scott and VH1. Y'all playing in our face here now. I also oh. feel like Tokyo got got sent home because of favor too. Well, yeah. against her. Uh, not you know for because she got some but against her and i thought i thought spice was weird about it too spice should have went spice home be- if yeah. we going home for initiating fights spice should have went home because she threw a whole thing at shay and shay was sitting there minding her business absolutely i wanted to talk about that as well she should have went home and she also instigated the situation between um carly and tokyo 
Because if yep. you're supposed to be, if it's supposed to be about everybody coming together, airing their issues out, you certainly should have pulled Tokyo and Carly to the side privately and said, "It's I know it's some tension between y'all, and I, I want to get this out in the open and not in front of everybody where the flames can be fanned. Like there was an opportunity there for her to actually be the host, be a hostess with the mostest, and she failed and instead took an opportunity to assault somebody else. Then ran off into the sunset after that weak ass. I just, I always been bullied. I've been bullied and and Shay, when you came, shut the fuck up. Imagine saying Shay bullied you. No, she didn't say Shay really bullied her. She said she took her frustrations with being bullied out on Shay because Shay and MJ brought some negative energy. They didn't do shit but show up. And y'all know I don't really care for Shay. I don't really care for MJ. And we're going to discuss why I don't care for, for MJ in a few minutes. But Shay and MJ didn't show up fucking with nobody. They said they was invited by Mariah Lynn. And also, white bitches don't have no decorum. Because it's <laughs> it's well known amongst niggas that before you invite somebody to somebody else shit, you check in with the person that invited you. This bitch didn't invite it. Mad unwanted guest. <laughs> Remember when down to Nancy Nancy Master Splinter Jones. Remember when remember when the bars beat up Riley and Mama? You ain't never gonna let yeah. them go. Like, not ever. I've never let the Because it was so random and so funny. Um I wanna go, I wanna, I wanna hop to well, first off, let me say. I enjoy seeing Nancy apologize on camera for the world to see to Chrissy. And I cannot reiterate how much of a nasty piece of work Nancy Jones is for how she has treated Chrissy over all of these years. True. Because I I do remember around the time when Jim Jones and Chrissy got together, her mom had passed and Mm -hmm. she had gotten really close with Nancy and saw her as a mother figure on the heels of losing her own mother. And so for Nancy to just be so outlandishly awful to Chrissy, while this young woman at the time was dealing with the loss of her mother, you a nasty piece of work, Nancy. And it makes me wonder why Jim, why Chrissy and Jim are still together, because he should have had Chrissy's back. He always wanted to be a neutral party in that situation where his mother was the aggressor all of the time. I understand being neutral with both parties is being fucking petty and ridiculous. But 95% of the time, Nancy Jones was the aggressor in discourse between her and Chrissy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really glad that Nancy apologized in front of these cameras because she has owed Chrissy an apology for the longest for the way she has treated her. And Chrissy is a better woman than me because me and Jim wouldn't be together because I would have been beat his mama ass. That's what would have deaded our relationship. I would have beat his mom the fuck up. Slept her. Also, she looks good. Chrissy? Yeah. You know yeah. it wasn't Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't want to say it, ain't <laughs> No, I wanted somebody to say it. <laughs> Nancy bet, looked like a rat with finger waves. I damn sure wouldn't talk about skeletal. <laughs> a goddamn, goddamn elf on the shelf with finger waves. Uh, <laughs> um, Chrissy has always been really beautiful. Yeah. 
And so, you know, I, I, I appreciate that moment between them. And I hope Nancy was genuine. Yeah. It, I really hope did. It, it, hope it was just one for the cameras. Yeah. I really hope it, it wasn't just for the cameras. I think she was genuine. Now, is she going to fuck up again? Probably so. But yeah, I think the, so. I think, I think the apology was genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Now I want to talk about MJ and Amara. MJ is an incel, and he absolutely makes me really uncomfortable just watching him on TV. And I absolutely feel like Amara should be a little more scared of him than she is because he is fucking infatuated and obsessed with her. And I know that for the sake of trying to make peace and go about your day and clear the air, Amara had that conversation with him. But as soon as he got to that bonfire, he was being fucking weird. You could come a little closer, Amara. I don't bite. Like, bro, we just cleared the air. I don't see it for you like that. You was a grown-ass man, dog. Like, it's, it's, I hate, this is why women, this is why I say closure is an illusion. Because a lot of times when, especially men, a lot of times when men want closure, they want to see if they can get their foot back in the door. They don't really want closure. They want to smooth shit over and patch it up so that they could try again. And that's the vibe I got from him. And it was really awkward and uncomfortable to watch. He doesn't respect boundaries. At all. Speaking of... <laughs> Segway Jones. Chaotic. You are trying to fuck <laughs> every woman here. And it's getting yeah. on my nerves because none of them want to fuck you back. As they should, because look at the baby. You are trying to get your hands on every woman's panties and they have on a fucking chastity belt. The nigga These name, women do not want your funky ass. The nigga name chaotic. He look chaotic. His behavior he is chaotic. chaotic. He probably smell chaotic. I, nope. know it's, I, smell crazy. I know it smell crazy in there. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, hold on. Speaking of knowing it smell crazy in there, Tiny Harris. <laughs> I know that back. I know that back shot air fucking smells crazy when Ti is behind that big old diaper booty. <laughs> Leave me in my family alone. I know it's fucking whiffing. <laughs> oh my god! Nothing. How do you have a bb? How do you have a bbl? But then your your performance uh outfit, the panties are saggy. How you got a big butt and saggy drawers? She do look like imitation crab meat. Just wanted to say that. I just need God to has not it. Uh, back to chaotic. Those women don't want you. Um, <laughs> but I want to talk about fresher and Jen. Okay, this is why I don't really be having a lot for non-black women because they always put you in a fucked up position. Because you got me agreeing with the man that cheated on you. The whole season, y'all was on love and hip hop. You know good and fucking well that man can't afford to give you no $250,000 wedding. Mm. Fresher had one or two songs out that made a little a little noise two. on the radios, and we, had, we hadn't heard from him since. Two. Does that count? Is that counting the remix to the one song? Or I don't even know. <laughs> I'm just being generous because it's New Year's. Oh, okay. Look at like what and what were you have i'm not trying even trying to be funny you know the nigga you have yeah. y'all don't even y'all this, don't we saw even that apartment own, y'all don't even y'all are not even homeowners 
Y'all are living in a tiny ass apartment that could barely fit y'all two and y'all kids. In what world are you having a $250,000 wedding? I agree with Fresher. I'm not spending that kind of money. The courthouse is right there. And, and there is a middle ground between the courthouse and $250,000. And the fact that you have absolutely no compromise whatsoever for y'all financial well-being, because like Fresher said, she don't work. So we might talk shit about that one and a half songs that did a little something on the radio, but whatever he doing, he has made it so that she doesn't work. And according to him, even when they were separated for two years, he was still paying her bills. She still didn't work. So the nigga got some type of hustle in him because the bills are staying paid. I mean, you can tell by that face he got hustle in him. Mm. So I'm just, I'm just trying to understand what world you live in where you rent an apartment in New York. Not even a, now you're not, y'all don't even live in a brownstone. It's a little ass teeny tiny apartment. In New York. You don't work. You don't work. Y'all have multiple children together. What in your mind says, let's blow $250,000 on one day? Like, just help me understand. She's been watching too many uh, TikToks. This bitch got mush for brains. She got porridge for brains. Not porridge. She got tapioca pudding for brains. All right. So what's his thing? He doesn't have it or he's not going to spend that. He's not going to spend it. He says it makes no sense financially to spend that much money on a wedding when he is the sole provider in their home. And he's right. He's absolutely right. She doesn't work. He said his job as a man is to take care of the home and provide in the home. And he's not spending $250,000 on a wedding when he's providing in the home and taking care of the home. If we are to be honest, and I'm sure this is just me being somebody that's not from New York, I think spending $50,000 on a wedding is fucking mind-blowing. Spending somebody's salary on a wedding is fucking crazy to me. Yeah, I agree with that. And the average American does not earn $50,000 a year. As we have clearly seen over the last four years. But bitch, you got us agreeing with Fresher. A nigga named Fresher. You you got hospital jello for brains. Hot, when you right. got us agreeing with a nigga who cheated on you nonstop. Then you talk about, well, if he don't give me the wedding I want, I'm leaving. Leave now then. That's her Leave line now. in the sand. Not him playing in your face that whole season that we saw you. Your line in the sand is a $250,000 wedding? Yeah. Oh, she yeah. dumb dumb. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm telling you. The bitch got cereal milk for brains. All right. <laughs> Get on my um, <laughs> well, I want to discuss that messy shit Shekana did at that bonfire. First things first, I do agree with the way Shekana snubbed Lyrica. Let me tell you, I agree. At first, I didn't understand. But when she broke it down, I absolutely understood And so here's what happened many years ago. I'm sure this is before we really, before Lyrica and A1 was on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, but we were seeing um, Shekana on T.I. and Tiny and they little ventures because Shekana and Tiny had their own show on VH1 at at some point. So Lyrica followed Shekana on Instagram. Shekana followed Lyrica back. Lyrica DM'd Shekana and said, hey, 
I got this new song coming out. Do you mind like boosting it on your Instagram, you know, playing a snippet or something? Can you mind showing some love to this song? Shekinah did it for free. When she went back after she helped, like after she showed the song love or whatever on Instagram, Lyrica had unfollowed her. Oh, wow. And then Lyrica walked up to Shekinah at at the family reunion bonfire and introduced herself like she never knew Shekinah. I too would have snubbed her. I'm not going to even lie to you. Don't be funny like that. The fact that you don't even remember this woman showing you love and helping you out before you was the Grammy nominated Lyrica that we know now, don't play with me like that. Don't be cute because you know who she is. And you definitely had some interaction with her in the past. So don't be funny like that. So I agree with that. I, I was like, yeah, I, fuck you too, bitch. Yeah, I don't want to shake no hands with you, funny acting asshole. Don't do that. However, I thought it was real nasty and real ugly for Shekana to whisper to Chrissy, I wonder if Tierra Marie paid 50 cent that money she owed. That was oh, messy yeah. and fucking mean. I'm just ready for somebody to fight Shekana. And, and I don't like care. It's going to be Chrissy. Again, go Chrissy. It looked like it's going to be Chrissy because in the episode that'll be airing tomorrow, um, Shekana, like, who told Tierra that I asked about the money she owed 50 Cent? And Chrissy got up, was like, it was me. And in this episode, Chrissy was really agitated that Shekana was being messy like that. Because Chrissy was like, man, get it. She was like, get on my face with that messy shit. I don't know nothing about that. And I'm not speaking on that. That's not my business. And it's it's not yours. Yeah, she kind of gonna fuck around and get beat the fuck up. Chrissy is from a different generation. And Chrissy Lord. is from a fuck around and find out generation of, of, New, of New York women. Yes. And Lord knows she kind of can't fight. She kind of cannot fight. She's sitting up there talking about, I ain't no fighter. Then you, for a bitch that's you not can't a have fighter, all that you mouth. do talk a lot. Yeah, you can't have all, all that mouth and not be a fighter. Hands gotta match the mouth. That's usually yeah. how it goes. The ones with the biggest mouth have the smaller fans. For sure. That was that was it. And also just about family reunion. Go ahead, Jeremy. And also to, to add to that, not only that, why the fuck are you bringing up 50 cent? Yeah. Shekinah, you have a, a, a real nasty habit of being on uh, the so, wrong. Uh, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Because if somebody asked her, have you been served them papers for T.I. and Tiny lawsuits? Now she, she want to be on live crying about she don't know what them people do because that's what they do, mm-hmm. not what she do. Talk about it, Avon. I ain't forgot. Yep. Use a nasty one, Shekinah. Yep. About as nasty as them damn braces. Yep. That's all I have. <laughs> Real Housewives of Potomac. Speaking um, of nasty ones. Get well, Wendy. Fuck up out of here. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, get first of all, get well, Wendy. I think p- people don't understand just how detrimental kidney stones can be and how painful they are. So get well, Wendy. But go ahead. Why are we getting wind the fuck up out of here besides uh Oh, because he's just been named. Oh, that's all. That's all I need. <laughs> I'm gonna stand okay. on that until he fired. So it'll True. be forever fucked. Has anything until else come out about it? Um, no, he was named in the lawsuit, but that's about it. So I okay, hope good. I hope he I mean, I hope he did sign the prenup or Robin gonna lose the little coins that she did get. Emphasis on little. Which would be fair. Yeah, it would. 
But yeah, I haven't seen anything new about it even myself. I was wondering if y'all did. I was going to bring it up if Adrian didn't. Well, there were some whispers going around that Juan and Robin might not be coming back to Potomac next season amidst these uh, allegations in this lawsuit. And if so, bitch, you are a coward. You and Juan are fucking cowards. Now, my my question... Especially you, Robin, because you have always been a bitch one to hold people's feet to the fire. Mm. Now my, and my you question, and Ron are go ahead, Jeremy. Now my question is with that rumor, and I know you know it's just a rumor. I know you don't know, Ken. But I pose like, is this a case of them choosing not to come back, or Bravo being like you can't come back? Because if so, no, Bravo, that's not Bravo. That's not Bravo. You okay, know they love okay. they love a good sexual assaulter. Yeah, that's good. That's exactly where I was going. Exactly no, I, I think this is I think this is Juan and Robin not wanting to be filmed discussing this situation i am almost certain this is having a negative impact on their relationship and it's going to have a very negative impact on their finances and i'm almost certain that we will never see a wedding because once there's some i do's his money and her money is they money and them folks can come after it i mean here they already came out through time but it's the it's the it's the cowardice of it it's the that. fact that Robin, you have sat around and talked about everybody's fucking business on this show. They business, they finances, they marriage, they love lives, they bodies, they looks, and everything. And you potentially are running from this fucking show because you don't want people asking you why the fuck your husband set up and and was basically an accomplice in sexual assault against a young black man. Mm. I know people like to sugarcoat it and, and find pretty ways to say it. We shouldn't dress this up. Juan Dixon was complicit in a young black male athlete being sexually assaulted and blackmailed. Yep. Because yep. he even elevated this person to a higher position knowing that he had a past. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was an enabler. So I hope they, they ain't been sharing checking accounts because being married not gonna not gonna stop it if they done co-mingle funds somewhere down the road. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Um, while we here. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jeremy. I would just like to just to add on to it. Uh granted, it's for you know wrong reasons, but it would to your point, Candace, it would be very cowardly. The one time Robin actually has some damn business and has some shit to talk about. Again, I'll be not for the you know right reasons, but still, the one time she actually has something, she potentially is like, "No, nah, I don't want to be on camera." That's nasty work, Robin. No, because she don't she don't want to be on camera for this specific thing. No, would you want to have to explain if why the cameras is rolling, why your husband has been named in a sexual assault lawsuit? Oh. <laughs> 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 no, absolutely not. And then especially considering who owned the cast, <laughs> could, could, could you imagine? After your best friend has been insinuating that another cast member's husband made her uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I, and then and then Lord knows Ashley be like, nah, I, I just find it funny how. Yeah. Not not Ashley, but Candace. Yeah. You know, they yeah. Yeah, Ashley to, better they be turned, quiet. They turned the they turned a blind eye to um to michael darby 
And it was one that Michael Darby was making the passes at, and they still act like it wasn't no big deal. So, but I'm I'm talking about Candace. I'm just I'm talking about Wendy. And a part of me is starting to wonder because I, I don't know if we discussed it before we went on break, but I don't think we did. Monique and Chris Samuels will, are not returning for season two of Love and Marriage um, DC. Yeah, we talked about it before break. Mm-hmm. They're no, not we, just, we can bring it back up. And I'm and I'm starting to wonder if it's because Monique and Chris are trying to tiptoe back in that Bravo door. I mean, listen, uh, listen, bro, bro, listen, Bravo. That's why bro, Monique shouldn't have left because she would have had her day yeah, with them bitches. Yeah, I mean, listen, I wouldn't be surprised. Hell, if Phaedra can come back, anybody can come back at this point here. I, I'm I'm just but Robin I'm, does I'm know living. that even if she doesn't come back, that's not gonna stop the cast from talking about this. True. And that's what I'm ready to see. And I think the cast has been extremely fair not discussing it on social media in the now because the way Robin has come at Wendy so aggressively, I absolutely would expect Wendy to have something to say on social media. And that's what I say. These they give these green-eyed bitches too much grace. Because these women are not graceful when it comes to them at all. There was a there was a made up whisper about Eddie cheating on Wendy, and Robin and Giselle went the mile to discuss it. Yeah, has Candace said anything about the case on social media? No, Candace has been really graceful too. Mm. She just been taking her digs at Wendy and that uh, Wendy. I mean, not Wendy at uh, Mia, Mia and Mia's friend Jacqueline. But other than that, no, they haven't said anything. And I, and a part of me is a little bit upset because I don't feel like this is something you should sweep under the rug, especially when oftentimes we hear these conversations about how people don't protect black men and black boys in these type of situations. Correct me if I'm wrong. Absolutely wrong. Had the news dropped while they were like during the time that they would have been taping? I'm not sure. Because that might, That's I mean, thing. yeah. That might be why. That's one thing I'm not sure about, like, why it's not. I know it's, I know this, the news of this whole situation came out publicly after filming was done. Yeah, in real time, yeah. But I'm surprised in real time we haven't seen anything from Wendy or Candace. You know what I'm saying? But I wonder if maybe it'll be brought up at the reunion. And I highly doubt um, Robin is going to speak about it, even if it is. Yeah. I had to come in the um, y'all had to come in the kitchen because I I had to put my my catfish fillets and some cornmeal. You know what time it is? Lightly we're, fried catfish fillets. We're bringing in the year. Uh, I know. Uh, I know. Jeremy is salivating. No me. No me. <laughs> God was glorified. Always and forever. Um, while we're talking about Robin, and we might as well bring in Giselle. If that's what a live show looks like, count me out. That was that wasn't no live show. That was a dead show. It was very boring. Everybody was on their phones. I'm a I'm a I'm a firm believer that every podcast, every podcaster doesn't need to do a live show. And and you would think a show called Reasonably Shady would be fucking hilarious, and it wasn't. To, let's 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 be honest. Let's be honest. Reasonably boring. Did yes reasonably snoozing yes because reasonably unfunny 
because Robin and Giselle aren't entertaining. They're messy. They're not entertaining, and they're, they're not. not sh- they're not even shady. And even their mess, in my opinion, when they are messy, it's mean spirited. It's not shade. You know. Yeah. It, it's not. It, it's. They're not funny. They're not funny to me. They're not. They're just mean. And 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 in the context of the show, they have the role right because the shows like this that you need somebody that's mean. You need somebody that's gonna stir the stir the pot. You need somebody that's messy. And in that role, they do their job. But messy that that role does not equate to funny. It it doesn't equate to a great podcast. Like I will never forget these mo- these grown ass women up here talking about fucking James Harden beard as a podcast topic, girl. Not in, and you know what else? Rebranding something that's already really popular on social media. They do um, a segment called "Is it reasonable or is it shady?" and it is nothing but "Am I the asshole?" It's nothing but AITA from Reddit. And this is what I mean about originality and great content, because we have me and Jeremy have been dragging reality shows since Crown and Collards. Yeah. Even when we didn't know there were a lot of shows like Ratchet Ramblings, we have been doing this going on six years now. Yeah, because we enjoy doing it and we fun. And we're funny. And as long as there's wretched, wretchedness to watch, we, there will be ratchet ramblings to make jokes about it. Exactly. It was it was boring. Yeah. It was, I, but I knew it was going to be boring because they boring. They up there talking about, do you know how to do the cabbage patch, baby? I'm not paying for no live show to watch no shit like that. I am not coming to watch no shit like that. <laughs> I did not sign up for no boring bullshit like that. If we're if I'm if I'm giving you a show called Reasonably Shady, I am bringing the fucking shade when it comes to pop culture. When it comes to life and relationships, I'm bringing the mess. We bring the mess on Ratchet Ramblings. We don't bite our tongues. We are offensive sometimes. A lot of times. Most I mean, times. It, most yeah. About we say what we are thinking about these shows. We don't hold anything back. I'm not <laughs> listening to no show called Reasonably Shady and it ain't no real shade going on. Get off my fucking get get away from me. I'm doing a charge back for that fucking ticket price. Hey yo, I'm sorry. <laughs> and <laughs> Ashley up there with her biracial no rhythm having ass. <laughs> Imagine, first of all, imagine paying to go see Giselle and Robin, first of all. And then on top of that, imagine you paying the And they talking about the butterfly. <laughs> Do the butterfly. Do the butterfly. Ma'am, y'all are 50. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Ooh, y'all be ashamed of y'all saying. Robert said, y'all be ashamed of y'all saying. Give them, give them people their money back. Because <laughs> what? Because they may lose money on this because they were talking about they needed to sell, what, 89 more tickets? 80, mm-hmm. uh, 89 more tickets to break even. Ciao. <laughs> Curtis, God rest his soul. When we were trying to have a live show pretty early in Flawless Noises Media, I wish Curtis were here because I think that we would we are in a place now where we certainly could sell tickets to a live show. I certainly think we have ex- expanded our audience. Um, 
But when we couldn't meet our ticket sales in a timely manner, we made sure to cancel everything and get deposits back on anything we put a deposit down on. Listen, Curtis will be having a field day laughing at this shit. <laughs> like, like I'm, you know what this was? This was too damn old hint. This, this is your this is your two aunties that can't hold their liquor and you give them the mic at karaoke. That's what the fuck this live show was. I, I think the shit would have been more enjoyable if the bitches was drunk. <laughs> I think if they had a little bit a little bit of that uh that ganja in their system and a little bit of brown in their system, it would have went down. You think they was nervous? Because that's what it was given for me. They were nervous. It was. Ner- I think it was nerves. And that's why, again, we miss you, Curtis. But when we were talking about having our live show, it was a very small live show. Mm-hmm. I honestly think if you have been used to just recording and people can't see you, you should start small and work your way up. Yeah. But see, here's my problem with them two, though. Like, how the hell, y'all, that goddamn messy, that damn flamboyant, you know, to your point, Candace, that damn reasonably shaded, but you nervous and putting on such a terrible show? How? Make it make sense. Exactly. Well, prayers down. Prayers down. Um, You know, shout out to Candace. I think it's a huge deal to land a feature from Trina and a video as well. And Candace has been touring. Um, and I think that's great, honestly, to go after something and, and really put your best foot forward into it. Like she's really doing the work to have the, commu- the music career that she really wants. Yeah. And we've seen how reserved and to herself Trina is. Trina don't just give anybody a feature. She has to really like what Candace is bringing to the table musically to hop on the track with her. And I'm almost certain she did it for free. Well, not for, not, let me say, not for free, but she didn't want, she probably didn't have to be paid up front. She probably accepted some credits on the back end. <clears throat> yeah, we, we because along. big name artists like Trina typically will charge you a six figure feature fee and want that up front before they come in anybody's studio. We've come a long way from Candace uh, talking about uh, her white man's uh, penis as her introductory. Oh my god! <laughs> and yeah. Candace acting, so I'm, yeah, I'm so we're becoming a Candace fan. I'm gonna be honest. I am, and this is this is one of the things that really hurts my feelings because I really think her and Monique could have stuck together, and they could have terrorized these light skinned bitches. <laughs> I think Monique, Monique, Candace, and Wendy could have been the Godiva Divas, and they would have terrorized the light-skinned bitches on this show. (laughs) Ran them into the ground. That sentence is hilarious. I agree, but it's just hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) The light-skinned fidelity. (laughs) But no. Yeah, I feel one day eventually it ain't it probably ain't gonna be right now, but I feel eventually one day Monique and Candace will will reconcile. It ain't gonna be today, but one day they will. But I yeah, will say I you bring up a good point. But the, the, the you know the the darker skinned women on the show, you know they actually have things you know going for them. And then you look at Robin and Jill. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just some yeah. some things that. <clears throat> I think should have been kept to their goddamn selves. 
I don't want to hear about Mia and Gordon's sex life. Please leave me and my family alone. I would like to be excluded from their narrative. Please. It's yeah, it's nasty. I know it smells crazy in there. Mm-hmm. I just know it smells like X. Mia, you I look like a boil. Do. You look like one big boil on somebody's ass. <laughs> Gordon looked like he can't really get it up for real. D- all right. <laughs> I don't want to have conversations about y'all having threesomes and inviting people in and y'all fucking Peter Thomas' girlfriend. Nothing. God has not been glorified. It's nasty. I know it smells like a smoker's cough in there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, I don't know, y'all. I'm a little annoyed that Giselle and uh, Karen are friends again. Just because Giselle was so nasty to, to Karen. I... I... I, I, too, am annoyed, but also at the same time, I don't like it, but Karen, for the last couple of seasons, has been really sticking to this kind of neutral hen role, and I don't like it, um, and I feel like Karen is too grown to the woman to be playing uh, so many sides at one time, but I've accepted it. I don't like it, but I've accepted it, so I don't, it doesn't surprise me. And what I will say, though, is if this is the role that Karen is going to play, demote her to friend of the show. Yeah, I feel like I've been beating that drum for a minute. But yes, but I, I feel that like I'm sorry. But if 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 Giselle is not going to be terrorizing Karen like she was for 86 years and Karen, you know, is not going to be as petty as she could and frankly should be. And just going to be on this kumbaya, you know, neutral, you know, I don't have any favorite shit. Then I'm sorry, but the Grand Dom is, is, is a Grand Yon. Oh, no. The Grand Dom yeah, can go on. Because, like, you, is, you don't bring nothing. And Karen ain't brought shit for a few seasons now. Okay, real. I'm glad we're here. I was also about to say, we, we get on other members of the cast for not having storylines, i.e. Giselle. And she don't have one either. Yeah, Karen, Karen like, don't yeah. have no storyline. We don't know nothing that's going on with Karen and Ray currently. The last... Although there is constantly rumors floating around about them having an open marriage, Karen having a, a, a younger boo thing that she travels with and all kind of shit. I feel like we should be let more into their their personal lives, and we aren't. Yeah, I think the last time Karen had a storyline is... Shit, I want I wanna say the last season Monique was on, I wanna say. Yeah. Or either that or like the like the season after, but she ain't had a storyline for a minute. Mm-mm. Like the last time I remember Karen having a storyline when she rightfully chumped Giselle the fuck out. And that was it. Yeah. Which I mean, speaking of the rumors though, but are you really surprised today rumors that Karen fucking on a young man? No, I'm not. Cause I mean, I mean No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I mean, she looked good with that body. And then you just look at Ray. Like you, I mean, I'm sorry, but you know damn well Ray don't know what to do with none of that. I'm sorry. Not shocked at all. Before we get out of Potomac, um, Ashley, leave us alone. I, I'm I need still that not understanding. Fit. Go ahead, Adrian. You I need that big fat. I need that big fat toe to stay. Leave me the fuck alone with this divorce. You are not. You're not divorcing him. You have realized how entangled your money is and you're not going to get no money. Mm. Plain, yep. plain, simple to the point. 
you probably don't went over that prenup and realized you get a box of Cracker Jacks and child support. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You realize you're not going to be living in a deluxe apartment in the sky high. Um, so, yeah. You there is no divorce. And I'm two little We've racist looking babies and go. <laughs> not racist like, looking babies. <laughs> yeah. With they racist names. Because her Dean oldest look like he say the hard ER. Like. <laughs> he definitely do like his dad. Also, so, God forgive me. <laughs> Ashley got bunions on her feet and I hate it. Yeah, she got bugs on her feet. She got bad feet. Mm-mm. Or we know who's not having a feet on the fans. I'll tell you what. She's not getting divorced. Nah. We have heard nothing more <clears throat> about divorce proceedings. Isn't that stuff pu- public information, Adrian? Unless they ask the court to seal it for whatever reason. They usually are. You can usually at least know that there is a divorce filing. You might not be able to look at the filings, but you would know that there's a divorce filing. Yeah. And we've seen not one. I think Ashley needed a storyline outside of Michael cheating. I think that she did this because it would be like her redemption arc. I'm finally Mm. leaving my cheating ass husband Mm. and I'm taking him from for everything. I'm getting what's coming to me in this prenup, postnup bullshit. And it's not really fleshing out to be too much of anything because they're not actually moving forward with the fucking divorce. Yeah. You know what it is? Ashley needed a storyline, so they decided to give her the storyline that so many people who are fans of her for whatever reason want her to have. Because so many people online is being like, we know Ashley trash, but y'all don't see she got a mastermind plan. She just going to take everything from this white man. And I want whatever crack y'all smoking. Well, no, not Ashley crack. But. <laughs> no, because in what world are you a master plan for having babies with somebody that sexually assaults people? Hello. Hello. So I feel like Bravo, because we all, we all know Bravo look at, you know, folks tweets about this shit. We, we know that. Uh, we watch, we watch, watch what happens live. So I feel like she ain't had no storyline. So they gave her the storyline that people want her to have. Because mm-hmm. other than that, she ain't had shit going on. Because everybody knows she ain't divorcing that damn problem. At all. I, I just need her to quit lying about it and shut it, up. It, it, thank you. Exactly. That's all I need. I need yeah. her to do what most kept women do when they feel slighted in their marriage and that's file for a separation figure out that life is going to be real gloomy and doomy without their partner's money and pretend to work it out and get back together so that they continue having their comfortable life financially. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, she's just going to wait on him to die. That's her well, plan. Let's hope it's soon. <laughs> let's hope it's soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Let me not say that. But knowing Michael, he'll die. He still won't leave her nothing. He'll leave it to his oldest kids. Uh, yep. Yeah, because that's a vindictive what that's a vindictive cracker. Very, very much so. Um, I want to be. We're gonna we are gonna get on up out of here after we talk about love and marriage Huntsville, part one of the reunion aired. But prior to that, um, so I'm in a love and marriage Huntsville group on Facebook, and whose mama is in that group? Stormy. Interesting. Child Stormy's. Stories, Stormy's mama cannot stand male. Yeah. And Stormy's mama has made it seem like Stormy and male have never really liked each other, that they're that they have been beefing on and off as the season was being filmed, and such and such and so and so. 
And I, I want to call bullshit on a few things. <clears throat> Everybody says Stormy was wrong for becoming friends and getting cool with some of the cast, considering they don't like male. There would be absolutely no reason to have bought Stormy onto this show if all she could do was be friends with Mel. It would be so useless. A large part of adding new cast members to these shows is to see what their dynamic is like with everybody. I agree. I do not think Mel is upset that Stormy has become cool with the Scots or with the <coughs> pathetic, pathetic me, destiny. But um, I don't think she cares. I think as somebody who has executive producer credits on this show, somebody who has introduced another couple before, well, that's, I mean, Mel introduced Destiny to the show. True. Mel introduced um, Lewis and Tiffany to the show. She brought in Stormy. So I'm fully, I, I believe Mel is fully aware that when she brings new, new castmates to the show, that the point is for them to get acquainted with everybody on the show and see what mess can come about it. See how they personalities and how they vibe and how they mesh. So I don't believe Mel is upset with Stormy about her being cool with the other cast members. I don't believe, and Stormy came out and said she doesn't, her and Mel are, do not have no issues with each other. So it's really weird and then somebody asked Stormy why they don't put a muzzle on her mama. And she's like, I can't control what my mama says. And uh, another Miss Wanda, like I, you can say what you want, but when the things that you are saying are starting to bring chaos and confusion my way is my mama, you got to shut the fuck up and find you something else to talk about. I'm, I'm, now, I'm hollering at the fact ahead. that her mama be in the group. In the, in the in the Facebook group. Oh yeah, Miss Betty be in the group cutting up, calling Mel all types of fake, phony, flunkies, uh, demons, evil, backstabbers. Well, she's not necessarily wrong on the fake part, not towards Stormy, but she's not necessarily wrong. On the That's what I'm saying. How many people gonna call Mel fake before people start reexamining? Because it can't just be everybody. While we here, Segway Jones. I want to discuss why. Mel continues to come back and film on this show when she could pull a Mariah Huck, keep her executive producer credits, and get from in front of the camera. It is very obvious that Mel wants nothing to do with any of the cast, and none of the cast want anything to do with Mel. So why are they filming together? And it's starting to bother me because they're constantly bickering with Mel and we're missing out on the actual tea and the scoop and the mess that's happening underneath it all. Like scope being sued. And that's why uh, Scott Manor and all that land that they have is not being developed currently. It's on pause for some type of big ass lawsuit. I want to talk about that. I don't want to see y'all keep bickering back and forth with Melody about nothing. Because at this point, it's nothing. The arguments are contrived. They are, they feel scripted and they feel like they're being used to cover up the real scandal that's going on in these folks' lives. Yeah, I don't get why Mel, well, like I said, I think I do get why Mel is here because as long as everyone is kind of attacking Mel, there's a certain demographic that then want to support her more. Um, Yep. And also, as long as they're attacking Mel, nobody is digging into their actual dirt. Yep. Um. But Mel keeps coming back, so she must be fine with being used in that manner. Because honestly, after 
I would say the season where they went to Vegas, I probably would have just stepped back from the show. I would have stepped back from filming at that point. I wouldn't continue to film with people that I truly do not like. Like at this point, the only two people on the show that she still has anything to really do with is Tiffany and Lewis. She doesn't have anything to do with Tisha, Marceau, Maurice, really has nothing to do with Kimmy, um, you know, Destiny. Like, you don't fuck with, you are on the outs with 90% of the cast. You are an executive producer on this show. You don't have to be, you don't have to be in front of the camera. You could get behind the camera and watch everybody else shit fall out. And then come back when everybody else dirt is laid out on the table if you want to. But I don't understand the purpose of keep coming back and you hardly want to film with these people. The the Watching the first part of that reunion was painful because you could tell she do not want to be up there with none of them people. Like she don't even want them breathing the same air she breathing. So I'm, I'm, I wish she would take a step back, truly. I feel like, and I don't know, maybe I'm off the mark here, but I feel like she should take a step back but i feel like she doesn't because while she can't stand these people and like you said candace candace is very obviously clear i feel like a part of her still does have some kind of attachment to them like not a big part but just a small part of her still does but her like contempt for them, you know, with how they move, how they treated her, you know, the whole thing with them still, you know, being cool with Martel, despite all he did, that part of her just is is much bigger than the part of her that still does hold some kind of feelings towards them, which is why she won't do the thing that she should do and take a step back. Yeah. Like I said, I could be so, off the mark with that, but that's just how it seems to me. Um. So in part one, they start discussing a few things. And the first thing I want to bring up is they bring up these supposed sex parties that were happening at Maurice's credit repair office. Um, and Kimmy comes in and says, oh, no, 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 that's not what's happening because my business office was right above his. And I just sometimes the guys would like to get together, have a drink, smoke a cigar. And just listen to music. <laughs> the first thing I want to say is that why do you need to do that in a, in, a, in a business office and be there till three, four in the morning doing it? You motherfuckers own homes with man caves and all kind of shit. Why don't y'all just get together, hang out and play poker at one of, the, one of y'all's house or some shit like that? Because then the bitches come through. The bitches can't come through if y'all is at home. Even if it wasn't a quote-unquote sex or swingers party, there is definitely salacious shit that was happening at these little male get-togethers at this office at 3, 4 in the morning. And it included women. Kimmy said these grown-ass men out here doing some shit that college students would do. In, Hell, an, office, co- in, a, in an office, in a business in office. office. And he and he'll even college students like, yeah, I mean, I was a college student. We all college students. You know, sometimes, you know, parties do be happening. You know, the three and niggas be drunk and, you know, having a wang dang dude or just drunk as hell, blasting music and shit. But, you know, something college students also be doing at those times also fucking. 
You know what you know what y'all you know what them, them <laughs> niggas was doing? Fucking. They weren't fucking they were fucking on something. Something was going on. Something salacious was going on. And we could be honest about it. We're adults. We are working adults who work in who work in office type spaces. And I have never ever had a desire to be at my place of business at three or four in the morning smoking cigars, drinking, and listening to music. These niggas, <laughs> these niggas are 50. What the fuck type of music they was listening to? Kim? <laughs> the fuck? Give me. When love calls. <laughs> now, nah, when your wives <laughs> call, that's what the fuck they was. <laughs> they don't answer. That's what happened. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think at some point, I again, I really wish Mel would step back so we could really start getting other people's mess. Because Kimmy and Maurice are not as happy as they would like to have us believe they are. And also, I want to have a discussion while we're here. Do y'all remember how long Kimmy lied about being the side chick? Only to discuss this season that when she met Maurice, Jalen was a child. And she slid in his DMs pretending like Jalen needed a barber. Because before Maurice went to school to be a lawyer, he was a barber. Jalen is 22 or 23. She said Jalen was like 11 or 12. Mm. Mm. That math ain't mathing. That math is not fucking mathing at all. Now, I ain't too good at algebra, however. One plus two equal you as a side chick, boo. (laughs) I've been wanting to bring that up. I'm sorry, Kimmy, but you was sucking dick on the side, baby. Yeah. And you know, that's cool. You know, that's cool. It's all good. Just don't play in my face about it. Or maybe she wasn't a side chick, but the the time t- the timeline is tight enough that she can't play stupid for why Kaiwa might have had an issue with her, is all I'll yeah. say. Yeah. 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 Because she made it seem like, oh, they were done and all that, oh, but the wow, timeline yeah. ain't... Mm-mm. Gangsta Boo passed away. Oh, my goodness. Wait, what? Rest Gangsta in peace, Boo. Lola. Rest in peace, but can we? She had a really nasty drug habit. Yeah, and yeah. we remember seeing that on Marriage Boot Camp. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, rest in she, peace. Yeah, because I, I it's remember they got kicked off Marriage Boot Camp when they found cocaine in her jewelry box. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say the last moments that we saw of her on our TV screen was one, her addiction, and two, because of her addiction, her not being the kindest to her partner. Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. That's real. Rest in peace, Lola. Definitely a hip hop pioneer. Definitely. Um, Then I want to talk about them bringing Kiki and Miss Wanda out for Letitia to argue with Kiki and and Mel. And Kiki was playing two sides against the middle. She was mad at Tisha for telling her business. To, to, so this is her get back and I just need her to stand in it. That's it. I just need her to own it. It's fine. And they were saying with Tisha and Marceau told Mel and Martel is that Kiki had a, a pill addiction and was known for going to people's houses, going to where they keep their medicines and medications and trying to steal certain types of medications for her drug, for her pill habit. That's the, that's the big T there. I don't know if y'all know that, but that was the big T. That was the big, yeah. ah, that's why I got a problem with her, is that Marceau and Tisha told Mel and uh, Martel 
when they were having some type of get together to not invite uh, Kiki because her drug had her prescription drug habit causes her to go in people's homes and try to steal their medications. So that's what the big hoorah was. Yeah. Um, I, st- I still think Kiki is a snake. I don't think Tisha and Marceau did anything wrong. If, if somebody is my family and I know what my family is capable of, I'm not going to let you be blindsided when you invite my family to something and I know what they got a, a nasty habit of. Cause then if they didn't say something and she went there and took some medication and Mel and them found out their first thing is going to be, well, why didn't you kind of warn us about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You supposed to be our friend. Why didn't you say nothing? Yeah. And at so, the time they were friends. So they actually did the right thing. Absolutely. So I feel like Kiki's anger is misguided and misplaced. And has been for quite a long She had a vendetta. She absolutely did. And I can't imagine still doing my family like that. Like you could have talked to me. You could have talked and said, you know, I feel a way about you doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Because remember once both Kiki and Tisha and, uh, and hell, even Wanda and Marceau, I believe, once they confirmed that they had apologized to her, that's when I knew, okay, this is this is about being petty and having a vendetta and also wanting to get some TV time. Because if they apologize, then why the fuck are you here kicking? So it's just nasty work. It definitely, it definitely is. But I also need Mel to kind of own up to you you brought that lady on the show to to put out some information about Tisha and them. Yeah. It was, it was what? go ahead. I guess I don't have an issue with people being petty most of the time. I just have the issue when people don't want to stand in their petty. Yes. Yes. There, there you go. Yeah. And we have been beating that drum. I want to say, hell, we've been beating that drum, especially when it pertains to male post divorce and continuing into this era of her being in the mess and being in the mess as executive producer, but also not wanting to own that she in the mess. That's, I feel that has been the consensus biggest issue we've had with Mel for quite some time now. Yeah, that that's, that's always been my thing. Like I've always said, her and Martell are a lot more alike than people probably own up to or are willing to recognize. Yeah, uh, She's just a little more polished with how she does things. He just not smart enough to play the game like she yeah. does. And 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 because of what he's done, there's really no way for him to like have people gloss over that because he is Martel. Yeah, because he don't always be wrong when he says stuff about Mel. Yeah, he don't always be wrong. He don't. Yeah, and, and I think you you said that before, Adrian. It's like he don't always be wrong, but it's Martel. Yeah, so you can't yeah. give him. Yep. Yeah, like you can't you can't give him much if anything because he's Martel, but he's also not wrong sometimes when he's because they 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 are too like you said they're more like than they are dissimilar and i feel the only one that doesn't realize that or pretends that she doesn't realize the pet smell yeah i mean and it it benefits her not to so yeah yeah so there's but yeah that's my biggest issue with me is that she what what i i i I, I feel like a broken record every time i damn say this you can't be a victim and a villain at the same damn time and you know what else? I feel like we have to acknowledge that birds of a feather were married together. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The their type of Martell, and I'm 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 willing to say it with my chest. 
in my opinion, Mel is far more mean than Martel is. Far more nasty. I Only think Martel is stupid. Yeah, I was about to say, Martel is not as smart as Mel. And even <clears throat> when he's malicious, it's not calculated. He just he just run off emotion and say and do shit. Mel is very calculated. Mm-hmm. That's why one of them is Mel is very producer. calculated. She, um, like y'all said, she definitely is a lot of the things that people says that she is, but she packages it very pretty and yeah. southern. And not only that, you know, it's it's you know, like I was just saying, like it's always because of what Martell has done, people are always going to give Mel at least a little bit of grace and benefit of the doubt. Yep, yep. Um, I need. Letitia Scott to really dig her head out of her ass and be honest about the fact that her husband cheats on her. Talking about nobody has presented him proof of him cheating, but Sweet Pea, you are to a place where you're going through his phone. You're finding naked pictures that a woman has sent him. <clears throat> He's taken continental trips to Africa not just I, I can see a trip without the kids, but without his wife. And they're ta- having these conversations talking about, oh, it's business related. Yeah, but Letitia is the Letitia is the majority shareholder in scope. So if somebody is going to be taking trips about business, it should be the person who is the majority shareholder and who turned the business profitable. Scope was in the red when she bought Mar- Martel out. It was her business mind that got it back in the green. So why are we acting as, and that's another problem I have with Letitia too. Why are you trying to make it seem like your husband is the brains of the operation when he is not? Mel did the same shit and it blew up in her fucking face when her and Martel got divorced because he started acting like she wasn't shit and didn't do shit, didn't provide shit, didn't be shit in the company. Whole time she was holding the fucking builder's license and every fucking thing else. This is the thing. I'm going to be honest. I'm not here to let no man be the face of no operation that I'm the brains behind just so you he could feel good and feel like the head of the household. Now I understand why Marceau will not leave Tisha because he he can't do anything. She is the majority owner in that fucking business. Isn't she like the either the majority owner? Her name is like on everything connected to any business that they have. Yep. Mm. Yeah, and also, and also begs the question. Well, I know why she does it. Um, and misogyny. We, yeah, it's misogyny. And I will say, from a standpoint where, as being an engineer and having dealt with construction companies and you know things like that, and builders, um, it is it is still a very male dominated, misogynistic um, area of business where men run everything it just it that's what it is so like i'm not i'm not shocked that it's being done but i just feel like you have you at some point you ladies have to put your big girl panties on and let people know you the boss yeah because i was going to say like it makes because i see i didn't even know that until you just said that so it kind of makes the whole um like storyline with her about you know finding herself and feeling like she's shrinking herself, you know, to the benefit of her husband. Like, it kind of hit different knowing that. Because, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that until you just said it. Uh-huh. Yeah, she is the brains. Which is also why I wish her and Mel could get along. 
because they probably could get together and do business together real well. Because these are two two black women that have really strong business minds. They have a lot more in common than they have um, than they are different. The and and it's sad. The biggest detriment to both of them are men. Yeah. Yep. One's husband, one's current husband, and one's ex-husband. And it's being said that Scope is tied up in some really big lawsuits, which is why there has been a standstill on them developing all of that land. And there is no Scott Manor and any of that other shit because they're tied up in legal litigation. Mm. But again, we don't get this type of stuff until we get to the reunion because they spend all season arguing with Mel, trying to cover up the shit that they got going on. Why wasn't why didn't it come out on camera that this man was getting naked pictures from women and Tisha song? Why is right? that some shit just coming up at the reunion? Coming up the, up at the reunion and then we'll never hear mention of it next season. Also, it was very interesting to know that Mel Carlos, Mel and Carlos King had a phone conversation with the woman who alleges she has been sleeping with Marceau. Mm. Mm. And for whatever reason, they opted not to bring her on to the show. So again, this kind of, why isn't this kind of stuff being talked about when the cameras are rolling? They, they playing the, it's just rumors game, but these these two, this this person does exist. It's not just a rumor. What a, and with a smoke, that's fire. See, again, if Mel, honestly, it's kind of messed up. It's like Mel is executive producer. Yes, she's also a cast member. Yes, she is being contacted along with Carlos King with a woman who is alleged to be sleeping with another cast member. It's like, nigga, Mel, girl, if you don't get behind the damn camera and get off this goddamn couch. You got, she got to get, she got to get from in front of the camera or just go full out agent of chaos. I'm bringing on everybody. Something. <laughs> I'm bringing on everybody. Like, forget it. Like, we just burn it all down. Cause score stuff or something. Cause goddamn, Mel. I'm bringing in the, the like health department for black. Like you got too many. You got too many opportunities to flip this shit upside down, and you keep not doing it. And that's starting to get on my nerves. Being because she's trying to play nice, nasty. And has been for quite some time, and it don't work like that. Like, imagine you sitting across. Imagine she on, on the couch sitting across from this nigga, and it was like, "Yeah, I just casually had a conversation with the, with uh, your mistress." Like, girl, what? <laughs> your alleged mistress? Sorry, like, girl, you gonna get off the damn couch? Gotta say it like the old fool. Got grit your teeth. You gonna get off the damn couch and get behind the camera mirror? It was playing in everybody's face, including your own. Yeah, hopefully this is her last season in front of the camera. You should be. I hope so, because it's just nothing. I think all the juice has been squeezed out of this lemon at this point. And if she stays on any longer, I think she is going to see herself become the out and out villain. Yeah. When if that's the case, you could have been dead dead. Hello? I feel like part of that is the lemon is dry. And you know, to your point earlier, Candace, she is calculated. I feel, I, I feel like, oh shit, I don't even feel like I feel like this is, you know, all but confirmed. She's calculated. She's been trying to ride that good grace that people, you know, give her because Martell is so damn terrible. For you know, she's been trying to ride that, you know, ride it to the wheels fall off. But it's like at this point, beloved, at this point, I we know Martell terrible. We know that people don't care. People, we want mess. We a good mess, and we can't have good mess if the focal point is gonna be you 
arguing with Martell and everybody else for 54 goddamn years. About nothing. Like, if we are to be honest, <clears throat> we still have no clue what her and Destiny fell out about. That's we right. Still, <laughs> we still have no clue about <clears throat> a lot of shit. Like, it's still not adding up. And we can honestly, we can stop it because there's deeper shit brewing. Like, yes. Like you said, Jeremy, imagine sit, you wait till you get to the reunion to be like, I'm not lying about your mistress. Me and Carlos King been had a phone call with her. I and opted you, not to bring her on to embarrass you. You should be thanking me. That's the type of that's the type of fucking big joker you throw out when y'all filming during the season. Hello? Like, or bitch, go play with yet. somebody else because I can get on the phone with Carlos and your mistress right now, and we can we can add her to the cast immediately. We could get the contract drawn up. Right, I was going to say, or oh, better yet, Candace, not even bring it out in a big Joker while filming, have her just show up. Especially when they don't have no problem bringing up his, uh, bringing up Arion or bringing up Sheree. Oh, we bringing up mistresses? Hello? Okay, bet. Hold on. I would have called that girl on fucking speakerphone. Hey, boo. When the last time you seen Marcel? Oh, when mm. he dropped the rent money off to you? Mm. Like, like you said, Adrian. The, the lemon is dry on this useless beef that they have with Mel that holds no merit and Mel has with them. Let's get to the good shit. Because what she going to end up doing is she going to stay on here long enough for her to become the villain and give uh, Martell an opportunity to rebrand. Because you yeah. know pe you, people aren't very good with nuance. So if they're picking a side, if they go against Mel, now they have to be on Martell's side. So she's going to end up doing that if she keeps with this. Yeah. Well, that's it, y'all. We'll be back next week. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Janet. Bye, y'all. Peace, Bye.